in the basement of the mud flap house, flapping and poo, and the under with the grains and noose, and poo licks itself, and flap contemplates many things. He thinks about guns and trucks and stooges three men and boys, and that doesn't sound right. He thinks about boobs and bacon and power tools. Come with me, let your mask you leave. Oh, won't you come with me and remask you leave? Well, guys, welcome to another episode of the Remasculate Podcast. We're glad you're here. Always glad you're here. Uh, you know, with this COVID lockdown, I should be doing like a podcast every day. But I've got to admit, I've really gotten into, and this is going to sound like I ought to have on socks and sandals, I've really gotten into uh, metal detecting again. I used to do it a lot when I was younger. My brother and I did. And I got out of it, and my brother got uh, a new metal detector, so I got one of his older ones, and it's a Garrett AT Max, and I love it. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen any of my videos on YouTube. I've been posting um, treasure hunting videos. I call it dirt fishing with Steve Mudflap McGrew. Uh, I have found like an 1875 dime. I found a uh, bunch of silver quarters, silver dimes. I uh, found a couple of rings. I found a gold ring. It's just, it's, I've gotten distracted by it. So every day I'm like, I'm thinking about how can I get out and go metal detecting? Because uh, it's exercise. You know, with the COVID lockdown, we're all just sitting around in sweatpants, eating crap we're not supposed to. Uh, even I, I've put on like 15 pounds that I lost doing keto. Uh, so I have got to get back in shape, get the weight off because, you know, as soon as this covid thing disappears you know because there, there's gonna be a new covid czar or whatever and it's all magically just gonna disappear i guess right i don't know i guess the vaccine is gonna come along and we're all gonna be free free at last but i want to be able to get back on stage and look good um which by the way i'm going back on stage this weekend if uh if you're listening to this uh, december 11th or 12th i'm gonna be at in Fort Worth at Hyenas Comedy Club. Two shows a night. Social distance shows. Uh, at least Texas is still doing that. Um, this will be only be my second club since March. I had been locked down for quite a while and feeling rusty and uh, did a Little Rock a few weeks ago, and that went great. Uh, we sold that out. I just think people are ready to get out. They want to get out. They want to put on some nice clothes and make an appearance again, which my wife and I were at the mall the other day, and we were both like, who's buying nice clothes? They've got all these New Year's clothes out on the mannequins. I'm like, who's buying? Nobody's going to New Year's parties. Nobody's going to big Christmas parties. They should have just like sweatpants on the mannequin. My wife's like, yeah, that'd be nice to see some kind of nicer sweatpants outfit, something you could wear comfortably around the house. None of this ball gown uh, dancing under a disco ball look. Anyway, uh, that's that's what I've been up to. I'm, I'm going to try to do more of these podcasts. I say that all the time, but I am going to try to do more. Uh, Tom Davin, who is my guest this week, Tom is from another podcast, the Say What podcast that I used to listen to and love. Um, 
he hasn't done one of those podcasts in a year. I think people like from our time period, been doing six or seven years ago, I think mine's almost eight years now, you kind of feel like, well, I didn't get picked up by one of the big podcast one things, or I didn't get picked up and turned into one of these big fancy podcasts, and this becomes a job or work, and we're doing this for fun. And if if it's not fun, I don't want to do it. But I still think these are fun. I still enjoy it when I get down here and do it. So... It's like anything else, you know, you don't think you want to do it, then you motivate yourself and you go, wow, that really was fun. Like, you know, going someplace, you're like, I don't really want to go out tonight. And then you go out and you're like, wow, that was great. I had fun. Dinner was good. I'm glad we did it. And that's the way I feel every time I do a podcast. So, well, let's get on with it, guys. Let's get on with today's podcast. Uh, Like I said, today's guest is Tom Davin from the Say What podcast. He did the podcast uh, with Graham and uh, there was another guy. Child will find out his name when I do the interview, but uh, I hope you enjoy it. It's a chance to, if you were a Say What podcast fan, which there were thousands of them, the listenership was massive for a while, you will probably be glad to find out what's been up with Tom these days. Let's find out right now. Aloha. All right, because I want to find out... Uh, all the background on you and the podcast and and how, like so many of them, you guys went, I don't know what's happening these days with the podcast. So th- that's that's where, yeah. I w- where I want to go with this. So uh, I'm already recording, so I'm going to go ahead and say to the listeners, I am here with one of my favorite podcasters, uh, a podcast that I started listening to, well, years ago now. You guys have been doing it for a long time. Uh, it's Tom Davin from the Say What podcast, which is honestly one of my favorite. I, I would – when I first discovered you guys, I binge listened, and there was three of you at that point. Now, tell me about that. Mm-hmm. It was you, Grant – and it wasn't even – was it Graham? Uh, so originally it was actually called say what with Tom and Chase. That was actually the official title of the show. My friend Chase, it was actually his idea to come up with a podcast and, um, he, Oh, can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? Did we lose each other? We may have to reconnect. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to stop. Okay. We are keeping it real. Now we're back. We were reconnected through Skype. Neither one of us are Skype geniuses. As a matter of fact, I don't believe anybody is a Skype genius. Anybody I've ever I'm done terrible. a Skype podcast with, they're like, okay, hold on just a sec. Or let me call you back. All right, wait, hold on just, yeah. yeah. Oh, it took me at least an hour to figure out what my I, – I remember creating a Skype account probably like eight or nine years ago, and it's been the same one ever since. And, of course, it's a password from eight or nine years ago as well, which I don't remember those things very well. Right. So, um, I think everybody yeah, at this I, point I, just signs in at requests a new password almost every time. Every single time, yeah. No and matter- then I forgot my username and – and then you tried to call me, and I'm unavailable. So yeah. obviously, we're we're great at this. We're yeah. awesome. At That's this, the so. one thing yeah. I I do like about the the new MSN uh, uh, program is that it sends you an uh, authenticator number. You don't even have to remember a password when you try to sign in. It'll say authentication, yeah. and you get this uh, alert, and you click accept, and you sign in. Or it's or it sends you a number sometime, and you have to click on the right number of four they send you. So it's it's much easier than going. God, I got to reset my password again. 
Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that a lot better. Somebody knows what they're doing in the password department over at MSN. So yeah. um, everybody else should jump on board, that's for sure. Yeah. So back to uh, the, the podcast originally, it was you and Chase. Chase, yeah. So so my friend Chase is actually a, a guy that I went to high school with. I've known him for, you know, uh, 15 years now. And um, it was actually his idea to uh, to start a podcast. And I wasn't on board at first. I didn't actually want to do it. And, um, he convinced me somehow, neither one of us knew what we were doing. I mean, even up until the end, we didn't really know what we were doing. So, um, it it was just kind of like, you know, it evolved over time. Graham was actually somebody who, uh, who used to send us a lot of, um, a lot of like, uh, we'd call it listener mail and Uh he would, he started sending us these, uh, like, would you rather questions that, and that eventually evolved into a segment on the show. I remember that. Which, yeah, yeah. So that, and then that eventually evolved into him actually coming onto the show to read those questions. He used to just join us for that segment and that was it. And then he became like a full-time kind of, you know, member of the show. And then, uh, Chase, you know, over the course of four years, ended up having two more children and uh, just, it just became too, his life was just way too hectic and busy to, to record a podcast, which I totally understand now. I didn't back then, but I do now, obviously, cause, uh, you know, now that we're, we're kind of grown ass men and full grown adults, <laughs> uh, you know, more so than we were eight years ago. Um, you know, as you know, that we've been over a year now since we've posted an episode. So I totally understand the busy life, but yeah, Graham jumped in as like the, you know, basically like the supporting role and then became basically a 50, 50, you know, it was totally just as much his show as anyone else's. And he kind of, it was just kind of funny how he squeezed his way onto the show. Like he was a guy, like I, I knew him kind of like, I never really had talked to him or hung out with him or anything like that. Prior to him being on the show, I knew of him. He knew of me. We were both musicians back in the day and kind of knew of each other that way. Uh Um, We're both kind of from the same area. So, so, I mean, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't weird that all all of a sudden there's this guy that I'm not really friends with is all of a sudden on my podcast. And we have, we became obviously very close friends and, um, and uh, yeah, he uh, he became a full time part of the show, and well, I actually just saw him uh, two days ago. He's doing great. Well, I thought about trying to get both of you guys on here as like a reunion show, uh, you know, like they uh, they I always know. do a reunion. That's a reunion, right? Right, but right, like I, on friggin' TLC or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, you guys are talking uh, yeah, about. I, well, I ran into him. I actually talked to him. Um, I don't know if you can still hear me, Steve. Oh, yeah. Your video's cutting in and out, but um, so I did. I did ask him uh, a couple of days ago. He's um, he's really busy. He runs a coffee shop now in um, in uh, Old Orchard Beach, Maine, which is about an hour from here. So it was tough for him to, you know, with COVID and everything, and it's just kind of, you know, how things are well, right now. Let's be honest. Not, we're all making excuses. Let Let's just be sure. Because if we can't find an an hour a day, we could podcast from the toilet and with the tech. Technology we have that's today. That's true. Um, because, well, hey, with the with the troubles that I have signing in, maybe that's not true. But well, that's, um, <laughs> but yeah, you're right. <laughs> to the normal person who's computer literate, sure, I can't figure that shit out though. Yeah, well, because my yeah, I don't know if you know my my wife and I do a podcast together, and she does another one on her own called Two Girls and a Bottle of Wine. And I, I've heard her come in from work just like, oh, I'm exhausted. It's podcast night. I just and then. I hear laughter 
from upstate, you know, she's down here in the studio and I can hear laughter because it's like, you don't really want to do it. I feel tired. And then I'm once you sure start, you can hear me, Steve, you froze. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. Yeah, I can. I can hear you now. Sorry about that. So yeah, she comes to the door and says that she's exhausted. It's podcast night. Yeah, and then she, you know, she'll do the pie. I doesn't act like she doesn't want to, but I'll hear laughter uh, upstairs. You know, she's down here in the oh, studio, of and of course, you know, it's like you yeah. don't really want to do it, but once you start doing it, you're like, yeah, this is why I love being able to get my yeah. thoughts and opinions and have fun out. You know, and that's why when you said uh, yeah. Chase was like, oh, he couldn't find the time, like. Come on now, you know, somebody yeah. can go, shut up, daddy's recording. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, you're, you're right. You're right. I mean, there was obviously an element of, of he lost interest as well. You know what I mean? As, um, you know, and I, and I guess for, for, to a certain degree, that's kind of what happened with Graham and I as well. Like, uh, we kind of lost interest in, in continuing to do a show. It, it wasn't as much about us not being able to find time for it. Um, but I mean, we, we obviously, I mean, we both got busier. Chase did get busier. I guess all three of us have used that as an excuse, but I mean, at the same time, you know, it, it did become a thing that was almost like, a like, man, do I really have to do this again this week? Like I didn't, I didn't have time to repair. I didn't, I didn't get grab any, uh, you know, funny stuff to talk about, you know, it was, um, so yeah, I mean, to, I guess it's, I guess it's kind of 50, 50. I, I personally did lose interest in it after a while. Um, I feel bad saying that. I mean, there was a lot of, uh, you a lot know, of loyal listeners. people that, um, yeah, yeah, we did. And I, and, um, and I'm glad that we went out, uh, the way we did uh, not like, I'm not big on, on doing some big dramatic, like last finale episode or anything like that. And I also wasn't a fan of like allowing it to kind of fizzle out into nothing. I could see the subscribers kind of going down and down and down because the the shows that we were doing were becoming more and more infrequent. So, um, mm-hmm. I understand so I, that. You know, before it before it yeah before it fizzled into nothing, I just kind of was like, all right, we it wasn't we didn't plan on on ending it. It just you know, a, a two weeks became a month, and then a month became six months, and then before we knew it, it had been a year since we had done the last episode. I'm right there. And we're with like, you. all right. Yeah, we're like, okay, well, I guess we're never going back to this, right? You know, so but you that should. was kind of the attitude. You, you should. Get- we should. It's still there. So we can, I mean, there's nothing stopping us from just hitting the hitting the button and, and starting a podcast. Yeah, again, so. especially if, you know, with the technology um, today, like you don't have to be in the same room. A lot of times, like when I listen to you guys, you're like, oh, we're here. You know, I've got my coffee. There's a donut. You know, you guys are, I don't know if that's for, for real, but <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah, we feed each other. Yeah, we know he really does. He brings food and he feeds me. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so yeah. yeah. So at this point, he, he could be sitting at a cash register at the coffee shop talking on his phone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. But I, yeah, I like how what we're but I do understand uh oh, hold on my computer okay it's, it's we're having this whole thing my computer almost froze for a second. But uh the, I do understand how things start to fade away. Like I started my podcast this one Remasculate like 7 8 years ago. I guess about the same time as you, you guys did. Yep. Podbean uh, yeah. I was picked as one of those top podcasts as you guys. That's how I found you guys. I was always in the spotlight or mm-hmm. some of the top, the top ten. You know, they had you in those, those boxes on Podbean.com. Yeah, and I was spotlighted yeah. a bunch. And then you start to see that fade away. Like, okay, how come you guys aren't spotlighting me anymore? Uh, that's gonna, that's gonna hurt. And what I noticed is, yeah. is guys like you and I that had good, still have good podcasts. Um, 
we're not getting the exposure because these podcast companies came into being. Podcast One and all these networks, and they're they're pushing That's the Joe true. Rogans and the you know all the actors and all that stuff. And I think that mm-hmm. hurt the independent podcaster. Sure, sure. Yeah, there there was a period of time when we first started where where podcasts were so like. When I first started doing a podcast, people would be like, well, what's a podcast? You know what I mean? I'd be like, oh, it's a radio show. It's like, oh, like you're on the radio. No, no, no. It's like on demand. What's on demand? Like, you know, it was now you say on demand. Everything's on demand. Netflix is on demand. All of your streaming services is on demand. Like everything that you do is on demand right now. I guess podcast was like kind of the first, you know, one of the first things that was that really took that medium, you know what I mean? And and became like an on demand. Like that was the specialty is the only way you could get it. And people didn't understand it. Like I, the, when we had a podcast, there wasn't even a podcast app on your phone. You still had to go to iTunes to download the mm-hmm. podcast, like on your desktop computer. Yeah, plug in your phone and sync it to your iPhone. Right. So, so back when we first started, there was so there was so little competition that I think that's kind of where how we we gained so much ground in the beginning. And then, and then it became a thing over the next year or so where podcasts really took off. You had like Mark Marin was, was really getting big, Joe Rogan, Adam Carolla, all of those podcasts, but still not in like a, they, they were, they were still their own thing. They weren't in like a podcast network. They weren't in podcast one or anything right. like that. But when, when their shows started to take off, then all of a sudden, Everyone that had a computer and a microphone decided that, oh, I'm going to start a podcast too. So there really was this like two or three year period where everything was so watered down. It was so hard to pick through like the good shows. And then the complete reversal happened where now all of the now the podcast industries have taken over, pushed all of the little guys out of the way. And, and now they're dominating. And they're so. added sucky podcasts. Even the podcast network oh, ones, they're, 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 they're terrible. I would listen to so, – I'd rather they're listen terrible. to guys like you and Graham and Chase that were genuinely funny oh, because you. I'm – you know, as you may or may not know, I'm an ex-radio – morning radio DJ and stand-up comic. Right. So, so yeah. I liked listening to good – you guys did a good show. It was – I could listen oh, to it you. and it wasn't feeling like – uh, hey, this is Debbie. Hey, this is John. We're in our uh, kitchen, and we're going to talk to you today about some stuff that's we've been. Oh, we've been really thinking right. about this stuff, you know. Because right. can, yeah, can't I'm you sure listen? You've to... been really thinking about it, <laughs> right? Yeah, your producers have been thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, can, yeah, I hate it. But can't you listen? Like I, sometimes I'll go through podcasts because I want to discover and do it now and then, and I will go through, and I can within the first minute or two decide whether I want to hear any more of it. Because it's, oh, e- it's either the voice or the quality of it, and sometimes I don't, I'll forgive the quality if the guys make me laugh like right off the bat. But you right, can just right. tell uh, two, three minutes. I, I'm done with this. I don't need to hear. Hi, we're we're really excited about the new episode of The Bachelor. Yeah. Right, right, and that's if you go if you scroll through like the top 100 podcasts on iTunes right now, they're all like that too. It's uh, you know, I appreciate what you say about our our podcast. I think what really helped us is that we had like a genuine chemistry with each other, and, and I think a lot of these shows there's there's just people that have been picked picked from here and there and hired and put in a group, forced to kind of have like a fake chemistry, and you can you can tell that shit right out of the gate, oh. man. Like you can hear that in their voice. Totally. Well, that's like real. Yes. That's like real radio. That's one of the reasons I'm not doing morning radio anymore. I mean, I, right. I, I, I won not to, uh, humble brag, but I've I've won three CMA awards for best uh, country morning radio, 
And right. I got I got paired with a, this girl, I'm not going to say names, that was right out of college, 24 years old, and was horrible. And I used to go to the management and go, she's horrible. Well, you're not a team player. you got to learn to work together. Well, she's horrible. <laughs> she's horrible. Right. It's This is I not – yeah. I don't need yeah. to work with somebody that's horrible. If I put bad you ingredients in a pie, it. it's a nasty fucking pie. Do you understand what I'm <laughs> right, saying? Right, right, right. It doesn't mean you're not a team player. It just means she's a bad radio host. Right. And I used to say it was like playing catch with a retarded child because you would throw the ball. Right. You know, they'd always bounce the ball back and forth, you know, keep the conversation going. And you'd toss it to her and it would just like hit her right in the face while she's looking at you. You're like, okay, yeah. never, never mind. Never mind. Let's just play the next song. Yeah. How does she get that job? Yeah. How does she get that job? Because she went to school for it? She yeah. went to college for it? Yeah, it and we'll accept a $10, yeah. $10 an hour. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. And that's yeah, what that's radio true. itself has turned into. If you listen to any, and most people I know don't even listen. To, my wife was a huge uh, – she went to school for broadcasting, radio and TV. She's now like mm -hmm. radio has gotten so bad, all I could listen to is streaming or podcasts because radio itself yeah. is horrible. It is. Yeah. And with podcasts, I think the good thing is, too, is you can pick and choose what you listen to at what time, too. I mean, if you if you have a lunch break, you can listen to it on your lunch break. You don't have to wait for the show to come on between 10 and noon. You know yeah. what I mean? You can you can you can pick whenever you want to listen to it. You can skip days. You can you can go back and listen to, you know, you can binge listen, you know, weeks at a time. So I really like podcasts. I do miss doing it. I miss uh, I miss the interaction with with the with the listeners too. Like that's that's I guess what I miss the most. I, sitting down with Grim was a good excuse to kind of hang out with my buddy, but it was also good to listen, you know, and and hear from people like how much of an impact we had on their day to day, -to -day life. You know right. what I mean? But um, yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, I, I miss doing it, but yeah, you're totally right. Radio sucks, man. I, I hate. I think we talked about this the other day when we were setting this up, right? You, you know. We're talking about it well, briefly. But. I think that's what's happened to the podcast uh, industry now is they're, they're – like you said, they're putting people together. They're creating these shows. These companies are telling you this is a podcast instead of just genuinely funny or, or people that have good ideas recording. Yeah. You know, I don't yeah. – and a lot of times you'll listen to one of these heavily produced podcasts from every radio station. Now, every one of them has their own podcast. And you're like, oh, right. oh, this is as bad as the real show. You know, this is right. the show behind the show. No, it's not. Right. This is the shit behind oh. the shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, you're taking the words right out of my mouth, buddy. Well, you I feel exactly the way I do. Well, before I left radio, I, I told my, my program director, because he was always talking about, they started doing uh, less talk, more music. People want more music because they're streaming now. They're streaming. They're getting their music, so they want more music. No, they're streaming because they don't want to hear the same crap over and over. On the station that mm -hmm. I was, if you heard the same song again, it means it's been two and a half hours. Because every two and a half yeah. hours, they repeated the songs. And so that becomes annoying to people. You know, songs you don't like, you're going to hear again. And I, right. would, and I would tell them, I go, no, people who listen to radio now for what they can't get. They can get music anywhere. They need personality. That's what they need, personality. And I would always tell my program director, you know what the biggest shows are? Name the biggest shows. Bob and Tom, uh, uh, Stern, none of them play music. None of the, none right. of, none of the big shows play music. It's entertainment. Right. Yeah. And if they play music, they have the musical guests sitting in the studio with them playing the song live. Exactly. 
Yeah, so which is fun because you're you're getting the newest, you know, a new spin on that. You haven't heard it in that way before, um, you know, which is, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we could do, we could trash radio for the rest of the day if you want to. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you played in a band. What was your what type of music did you play? Oh, I I played everything, man. Um, when I so when I first started, I played. Uh, I'm a, I'm a drummer. Yeah. I've really uh, kind of I guess semi professionally. I mean, I kind of did it for a living, but it, I mean, it, uh, you know as well as I do, most of, most everybody in the music industry is not paying the bills with their yeah. with their income they're making. So there was yeah. always a second and third job that I had to have. But yeah. from a very early age, I was a I became a drummer and. I played in all kinds of bands, man. I started off playing like punk rock. Um, I, I went into like, I played some hardcore, I played in some hardcore bands. At the end, I kind of went back into that kind of pop rock, punk rock type of type of music. Um, but dude, I've, I've played jazz. Um, I've been a, a part of just about everything, man. I, I've played just about everything under the sun. I was a, I was a session drummer for a country artist. Um, you know, so I've played just about everything, but, um, but, but I, I mean, I've had probably, I don't know, three or four like main, main, uh, you know, projects that I worked on over probably 10 years of playing music, I guess, you know, middle of high school up until my mid twenties. Now, do you miss and, it? Um, I do. Yeah, I do. I, I miss playing. So, so the part that I miss is not, is not so much performing. It's playing with my friends and creating something. So, so I, I feel like, I feel like in a way that's kind of why I started the podcast. That's why I agreed with Chase to 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 jump on board and do a podcast because I was creating something again. You New know what outlet. I mean? Right, right. So so I um so my whole life I've always kind of thought of myself as kind of like the entertainer in the crowd, you know, like I was always the class uh, class clown in school when I when I originally became interested in music, that was like, a, oh, wow, I can I can do this, too. And people are going to come watch me play. And, you know, that was that was kind of what drew me to it. It was like I can entertain in this way now. And um, and when that when when I the last band that I was in, we made the decision to stop. We had we had got to a point where where we were arguing with our management and um and it was becoming almost like a burden, kind of like, you know, not again to use the excuse that we didn't have time to do it. But, you know, it was one of those things where we all had lost interest. The four of us had kind of started. We were we were, the you know, four best friends uh, started kind of fighting with each other within the band, which wasn't cool. And, and now looking back on it, I mean, all four of us are, are cool now. You know, we all, um, you know, feel really shitty about everything that happened. But we all made the decision very abruptly to kind of stop that. Is and there a reunion have, like, for the band? There was, yeah. there was, yeah, we stopped, yeah, we stopped playing in, in 2011 and we had a reunion in like 2014, I think 20, 2014 or 2015. We had gone like four years without playing. We played, uh, it was new year's day. I think it was, we played a, we played a concert in, in Portland. Um, but yeah, anyways, we're, like we're all, we're all good now. None of them really are involved with music at all anymore. It just kind of left a sour taste in our mouth, but but I did have that kind of uh, that like empty, you know, like that there was like a there was like a void there. Yeah, an artistic emptiness. Know? Right. So, um, which I kind of have now again. So, <laughs> you know, like because I went so long. I mean, I I was involved. So I was I we did the podcast from 2012. I stopped playing music in 2011. Yes. Yeah, so 2012 up until last year, 2019. So you're talking seven straight years of doing the same thing basically on a, on a weekly, nearly weekly basis. 
and and just to kind of put you know bring that to an end kind of you know yeah. you, you feel kind of lost you oh, know yeah. you, you know if you just stop doing comedy right now which i have because of covid well, like, i guess you haven't <laughs> had a choice right but you 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 probably feel totally lost right i yeah. mean you you have no no idea what to do well that's your time. I mean, that's one of the reasons i was reaching out to you because of the same thing about the, our podcast sort of fading and not doing it as often i'm like i have got to sure. be creative again what happened to the right? guy i was looking for the podcast i used to listen to and i need to be creative again like yeah. so I, I had reached out to a couple of my actor friends uh i don't know if you saw the podcast before like uh steve sharippa from blue bloods and uh, mm-hmm. I had uh, Nick Searcy from uh, Justified, so I was trying to yep. like you're following some big, some big, uh, some big people here. But <laughs> I was going to say I, I am honored to be uh, <laughs> grouped in with those names. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, a, I'm a nobody. No, you, for everybody you, listening, I'm a nobody. No, but you, you, <laughs> you are, you are in, in my book because, yeah. like I said, you were one of my favorite podcasts. Which uh, let's I go back to for a second because I want to ask you about this. There seemed for a, a very very small part of t- period of time. There was another podcast where you guys a spinoff of or part of the is uh, almost a show. No, uh, we we became really good friends with them. So they um, they're from South Carolina, and uh, we met same way you and I met. It just kind of um, you know just kind of networking, and I don't even remember how you and I first started talking, and I don't really remember how them and I first started talking. But you know, it was kind of a Twitter message or whatever, and hey, you know, we want to do a kind of like have you on our show, we'll go on your show type of thing. Yeah, um, we became really good friends with those guys too. But yeah, they kind of fizzled away as well. Did they? Yeah. Well, they had that yeah, one. They, they had the one guy that had, I can't remember his name. Had the kind of the hippie doper voice. You know, he's always um, like, uh, yeah, you know, and he was the one that yeah. was always possibly might be. He might be on the show this week. They were always kind of like, he might be here. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember him. Yeah, yeah. So Sean, he's he's like a radio guy. He actually work. He still works in radio. He's a he's a radio host. And the guy, his, um, you know, and so they recorded their podcast, like literally in their their radio studio, you know, that broadcast to Greenville. So it's a pretty, pretty big a market down in Greenville, South Carolina or North Carolina, watch one of them. Um, but, uh, yeah, this guy was just kind of like, he was like, I don't know. He worked like the maintenance department or something like that. He <laughs> but had access. Radio guy. Right. Right. He'd like, you know, he, he like had the keys to the janitor's closet or something like that. And I, I don't know if like they were friends or, or how that worked, but, uh, well, but yeah, it well, that's was, how uh, that's was, how mine started originally. The uh, I was the country DJ, and the other guy was a uh, morning DJ at the at the top forty station, and yeah. uh, we used mudflap. It was mudflap and corn boy, and uh, <laughs> but, but we called it remasculate, and we did like six podcast originally together well when i left the radio station his station was like i don't think you should be doing anything outside of the radio you know the building and all this kind of stuff so that was the split on on our original Ah. original show and i'm like hey i like the name i like i because i always thought you know remasculate is almost like a brand name that's one of those things that you could make a book about or how to remasculate or you know sure. uh like sure. tap out you know you can see that on a shirt you know i always thought like remasculate on a shirt you know yeah never got yeah. around to it but i always well, thought hey. this has a brand possibility yeah it does it does yeah roll with it man keep it going but yeah you can say that <laughs> where's, no, your, where's right. yours <laughs> I, did not, I didn't i never made a shirt <laughs> 
I don't know how to make a shirt. I, I can't sign on to Skype. How do you think I'm going to make a shirt? <laughs> I don't know how to do that shit. <laughs> oh, now, you guys always had uh, some really good topics. Did you guys uh, have a site that you like to go to, or do you just rip out things from the paper, or did you kind of go, hey, I had this idea. What? How did you put your show together? Um. So we would kind of collect things throughout the week and kind of narrow it down kind of right before we recorded. So we would um, if it, we would just, you know, scroll through Facebook or scroll through Twitter. And if something struck us as kind of odd or funny, we would just kind of, you know, copy and paste the link to the article, stick it in like my notes app on my phone and then kind of like build off of it throughout the week. We would just kind of you know, pick and choose. Okay. You know, we found a better article than that one that you were talking about yesterday. So we're going to cut that and we're going to put this in the show. So there was a, there was a bit of production. Uh, but for the most part, man, we'd hit, we'd hit record and we would just, we would just fucking go just, we would just go. That's the way it should be. What I, nothing I liked about you guys is in standup terms, you, when you get a subject, you can run with it on stage. You can improvise. You can keep going. You can do the callbacks. You can make, you guys did a lot of that where in real radio, they always want you to punch out. You hit the joke and you punch out. And, and I always think there's more than one joke. There's more than one punchline. And you guys are really good. It's taking something and talking about it for five or 10 minutes. I always, that's what I enjoyed. It's like, don't just give up on it because you go, Oh, there was a good joke. Next. And I think yeah, that's one right. of the weaknesses of real radio is just, sure. just have fun. Take a topic. I, I always used to think that anything can be a topic. My, the program director would be like, what's the show going to be about tomorrow? Uh, I don't know. It hasn't happened yet. You know, I might be right. driving to work and hit a turtle. That might be the whole show tomorrow. Right. Right. Well, right. And, right. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they were like, well, you should yeah. never crack a mic unless you know what you're going to say. I get on stage. You know, right? Just because right. you can't you turn it, on a mic do and do it professionally, yeah, you—that's what you do professionally. Yeah, <laughs> you probably don't know about what you're. You know, you don't know how you're gonna. You know, no. how your performance is gonna go before you get up on stage until it happens. No, so. and how the audience reacts, or they do they sure. like that subject? I'll stay on it. You know, or boom, yeah. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna go there with this audience. Right. 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 Yeah. It's, uh, I guess one of the things I mean about having the podcast is not having the producer to kind of tell us, you know, when, Wrap it up. you know, when, when it's right, exactly. Wrap, Wrap up. up this topic, you know, like, like, uh, you know, it's, uh, but at the same time, we didn't know, we didn't know that we were doing anything good either. We didn't know that, uh, you know, if we were on a topic for 20 minutes, we weren't looking at a watch going like, holy shit, man, people must be getting bored of this. We were just, we weren't even thinking about it. We were just talking, you know what I mean? We were just, uh, at a certain point, there were multiple points throughout almost every show that I can I can remember that I would almost check out and not even realize that I was still talking into a mic. Like I'm just talking to my buddy. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm just talking to my friend. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we there, that was nothing that we ever paid attention to. Like, oh, we gotta we gotta stay on this topic for five minutes or seven minutes or whatever. It was just yeah, yeah. I I, uh, I don't like being timed for stuff anyway. I like to just go at my own pace. I like to make my own rules. Well, I do. But I'm sure you do too. Oh, I know. That's yeah. why. But that's I why you're self-employed. <laughs> yes, exactly. I don't do yeah. deal well with bosses. Uh, right. <laughs> but I do remember you guys always would be like, uh, you know, we're about four minutes past the break time. You you guys actually sort of had a a break in mind. Yeah. We yeah we would so we would we would plan on having 
we we had a very rough idea of when the breaks were going to take place. That had nothing to do with the amount of time. I think it had some. It had everything to do with you know if uh, you know if we were if we we're talking about a certain topic. When we're done with this topic, before we go into the next one, we would try to throw in like a like an ad or something to try to make a little bit of money. Because as you know, with podcasts, it's very tough to make money. There's right. not a lot of right. not a lot of cash flow unless you're talking, you know, right. unless you're working for one of those conglomerates that you were talking about earlier. But um, yeah, we would kind of plan for that. But there were multiple times where we totally forget that there was an ad at all and just kind of steamroll right through it. So. But your your ad that I remember was the. Uh, be sure and get these wood headphones. You've never heard sound unless they've come out right. of wood. Wood is yeah. the best. <laughs> what was yeah. what was that? That was oh man, what was that? Was a uh, tweaked audio was their name, and we actually helped them kind of get off the ground. You know what I mean? There were, I think there were just a couple of kids that were starting a company that listened to our show, and they were like, "Hey, will you advertise our our product?" And there was actually quite a few people that went to their site because of us. So I, I guess I kind of feel good about that starting well, a business. I never was a shareholder or anything like that. But well, <laughs> we had a couple of those on, uh, the podcast. Uh, and then they, then they turn on you. Did you ever have an advertise like, like a couple of them that, uh, Perky Jerky was one of them, not their great product. I don't want to slam them, but Perky Jerky just got kicked, you know, they kicked off and they kicked, uh, started their company and they were like, yeah. you know, we'd, we'd like to be on the podcast and your guys, are the kind of people we want to, you know, reach, you know, the outdoorsy guy, the hunter, the, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, cool. When they go break national, like, Hey, I can't get any more product to give away on the show. What happened? Uh, this. Oh, really? Yeah. They, they forgot about it. Yeah. Kind of forgot. Pop chips was like that. I used to get cases of pop chips. They just deliver them to my house and they give them away and just talk about it. We don't care. Have some product. And then one day, Hey, this kind of, uh, they're, they don't need us anymore. You know? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Right. They kicked you to the curb. Yeah. Right. Which, which, yeah, what happens when you don't have the company behind you? I doubt anybody. I, I doubt Mangrate tells Joe Rogan, Hey, we don't need you anymore. Cause somebody in his main office goes, dude, we got a contract, you know? Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Plus anybody needs Joe Rogan. If you, if you want to give up on Joe Rogan right now, I think I, I would love to be, uh, some, I I'd love to own a company that he'd be willing to advertise. Cause I feel like he's, hey, he's like in the millions of subscribers a week or something like that. Well, I, I don't so. want to slam Joe because I do, I, 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 as a comic, I think he's good as a podcaster. I think he's good, but I don't think I've ever made it through a complete Joe Rogan podcast. I, oh, they're five and a half hours long. <laughs> <laughs> The fuck has five and a half hours. So you know what I'm fun. saying? I'm not high enough to go, keep talking, <laughs> right. brother. Keep talking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he talks about some pretty far out shit. I don't have Spotify, so I'm done listening to his show, and I, I can't listen to his show anymore either. He just switched over full time to Spotify. So 150 like million. A, yeah. Yeah, must be nice, right? Yeah. Hey, you yeah. lost listeners, but we're going to pay you $150 million. Hey, there's a lot of people that can't follow you anymore or get your show, but here's $150 right. million. Here's $150 million. He, he kicked those listeners to the curb just like friggin' Pop Chips kicked you to the curb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so what, what, other, what other uh, advertisers did you have? Because I – Listening, I just remember a lot of the guys like, "Hey, this is such and such from the Popcorn Podcast." When well, you're listening to the, you know, you had a bunch uh, yeah, of those yeah. kind of, right? And I had you on there too. Yeah, yeah, I did a couple uh, commercials for you guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I really need to go to the bathroom, I listen to the. <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you for that one. Thanks for sending me that one. That's good. <laughs> 
Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, we had a, we had like a video game company that chase set up some sort of a trade, like you could buy and sell and trade video games. I don't remember them because I, I was not into video games. That was not my deal. So he set that one up. Uh, we did, um, uh, let's see. I mean, Amazon, we had a link that people, if you were buying a product with Amazon, you click our link and, and we would get a kickback. I mean, we didn't really run that many there were like three or four very specific companies and then Amazon and then that was it. Did you make any money from that Amazon? Um, there were months where we did. Yeah, there were months where we made a couple hundred bucks. But then there were there were months at a time where we would make uh, – we wouldn't make enough for them to pay us. Yeah. You have to make a certain amount right. every month. Because I did that. I, I signed up for that affiliate you know, thing yeah. and, and never, never got paid. Apparently, I didn't even make enough for a couple hundred, but right. I, I didn't plug it as much as I should. I just had the banner on the, you know, on the site or on other things and – I was, I finally gave up on it. I just like I still get emails from hey is a Amazon affiliate. Would you like? Do you still get any of that kind I, of stuff? Oh, I don't even check. Oh. I, um, <laughs> I as actually as a matter of fact, when you asked me to come on the show, I logged into the podcast email for the first time in in literally a year, <gasps> and um, it was all it was all spam. It was like you know get your free Gucci bag and shit uh-huh. like that. I, Ed, uh, you know, right? Yeah, <laughs> I clicked on a couple of those. <laughs> <laughs> don't you, don't you love how some of these new spam ads they they try to get around the filters with uh by by uh are you still there did I lose you yeah I'm still here okay yeah, you, you, yep. uh my phone did something weird let me see if I, there you are um they they get around try to get around the filters with uh bespellings or or e, do you have an e plus space d problem you know there's right. these weird combinations of how they're yeah 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 i know yeah it's still an ed ad yeah make your make <laughs> well. your p bigger <laughs> well, i guess the word isn't spelled out so the spam filter didn't get penis <laughs> right 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 <laughs> Well, I see you yeah, have I your. I see you have yeah, your ahead. What was your Christmas tree up behind you, decorated with the hat on it. Are you a? Uh, can are, you see that? Yeah, see it very well. Oh, nice. Yeah, there you go. And, I know you can see that. Yeah. So uh, you decorated when? Did you did you up early? Are you one of those like COVID is sucking so bad? I'm putting it up in at Halloween, uh, like a lot of people. No. No. No, no, no. We, um, I, we put it up probably a week and a half ago, right? It was uh, shortly after Thanksgiving. So I, um, I, and I don't mind people that put it up. I, I, outside of COVID, it drives me insane if somebody has their tree up before Thanksgiving, uh, because I can't handle more than just a few weeks of Christmas at a time. You know what I mean? Like there's just, there's just too much. I, I can only, I've already heard m- the Mariah Carey song literally 10,000 times. <laughs> All Just I the, want for Christmas <laughs> is you. Yeah, I've ever been like, close <laughs> to fucking shoving forks in my ears, buddy. I, uh, <laughs> it's that song. Um, but uh, yeah, I can't handle more than just a few weeks of Christmas, man. If I if if it gets to the point, if every, my wife is very into Christmas, so Mine she too. in the past, yeah, she in the past has put it up before Thanksgiving, and I'll just. She she knows that I don't like it, so I'll just come home and the entire house will look like the fucking elf movie. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, and I'll be like, what, what happened? She's like, Oh, <laughs> don't, don't, you know, don't you like it? And I'm like, yeah, it looks, it looks great. But do we really have to look at this for eight more weeks? It's fucking Christmas is in two months. Right. You know? But but see, she um, thought it would put you in the mood. You might not be in the mood, but seeing it might go, oh, look at the colors. Look at the bright lights. Oh, I'm a happier right. person. Instead, it actually right. flipped the switch in you and you're like, what the hell? Do I have to yeah, look at this? Right in the opposite direction. I, yeah, the tree and the Mariah Carey song between those two fucking things, man. I uh, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go on a murderous rampage by Christmas time, just about every year. So, does your wife uh, uh, throw on the Hallmark Channel? Do you get the Hallmark movies, the Christmas movies? The yes, yeah, <laughs> Hallmark and Lifetime. She's our DVR is about ninety percent full right now, full of it. <laughs> Ours totally is. My wife has recorded every new movie. Uh, that Hallmark does. They're, they're like 25 days of Christmas or whatever. There's 25 brand new ones with the older ones yeah. in it. She's got it set for every one of the new ones. And, yeah. and it's like every night, you want to watch a Hallmark movie? I don't know. Can I go in the garage and beat my dick with a hammer? <laughs> <You know? laughs> that sounds better. I think I, next time you do that, just let me know. I'll come on over. <laughs> <laughs> but every one of them is exactly the same. And she goes, I know. That's why I like them. It's because it's a happy ending. You know, the world is, is a annoying, unhappy place right now. And why shouldn't you want to see something, you know, joyful? Yeah. yeah. There's, there was a, there was one the other day that she was watching it. They're so horribly scripted and, and terrible acting. And it's just, it, it's, it's bad. So there was, there was one uh, that she, while she was watching it, the, the, the premise was this girl falls in love with this guy, comes home for Christmas, falls in love with this guy that she went to high school with. This guy's name just happens to be Chris Massey. Oh. Isn't that touching? Oh, it's very close to Chris Muss, uh, isn't it? Oh. As oh. soon as I figured that out, I was like, I'm turning right the fuck back around. You can finish this movie yourself. Well, and, have, uh, have you seen the ads for Brokeback Christmas? No, is that real? Is that a real thing? Yeah, I saw the ad. Oh, uh, I, I saw oh, the ad no. yesterday. It's called Dashing, Dashing in December or something like that. And if and, and the scenes is two two cowboys with their cowboy hats, and you're like, oh, you know, I'm not gonna. It's gonna be there for somebody, but. Right. Just, just call it broke back Christmas. Just be honest. Right. <laughs> I can't quit you, Santa. <laughs> hey, you actually have a thing out that you put a lampshade on that boot behind you there, Steve. Uh, you can you can put that in the uh, that's in the window the right there. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah put we, a lampshade on that shit. You can make your own Christmas. That's movie. true. That Janet got yeah. that in Vegas. That's supposed to be a showgirl's leg drink. You know, one of those giant. 82-ounce yeah. drinks. But you're right. I just yeah. threw a lampshade on. I didn't thought about that. You should do that. I don't, I just saw that. <laughs> the things we have in the background of our... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I have in the background. I didn't really clean up. I didn't know you could see behind me, but apparently you can see my Christmas tree. Oh, yeah. So It's not the Charlie yeah. Brown tree. That's a, that's good. No, she she, uh, she she likes to spend money on Christmas. Speaking, so of, to... speaking of Charlie Brown, the special... Uh, Charlie Brown Christmas is 55 years old today, by the way. Uh, are, oh, you, really? Are you a fan or were you a fan of the Charlie Brown Christmas special? Um, yeah, I I used to watch it when I was a kid. I haven't seen it in a few years, but um, but yeah, I used to watch that. Which of those is it, 
No, I just, you know, it's always, uh, it's not Christmas. I, I know this is going somewhere. No, no, it's just not until these shows, you know, start oh, okay. to air. You know, Charlie Brown is like the I, first one. And then there's Rudolph, the, you know, the claymation or yeah. whatever it was. And uh, yeah. Burl Ives I'm writing. Waiting. Yeah. I'm waiting for all those to get banned for being racist or something. That's where I, that's where I was going. How do these, oh, some, okay. of, how do these yeah. show, some of these shows, like they already called the Charlie Brown when uh, racist because of so many yeah. white white people at the Christmas table. Right. Right. Yeah. It was just, I, uh, man, I don't know, man. It's uh it's a quite a world we live in now, isn't it? How do you, you know, I'd be so scared if I had your profession, if I had to get up on stage and you probably don't give a shit, huh? You just, you don't watch what you say. You just get up and, and just, just, uh, yeah. Go all out. Or, yeah. I, I, mean, I, don't, I don't do don't it as really much. Care. I don't care. And I don't do it as much as I used to. I used to really be, like worse, you know, but, yeah. uh, the, where I've started to try to look out for is Twitter. I used to use Twitter as my, like, just, well, you, you could leave Facebook and go to Twitter and say what you couldn't because your mom and grandma and your teachers were on Facebook, but Twitter, you could go over there and make right. the most vile jokes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it was sort of the internet yeah. version of a, a show I did years ago called Full Frontal Comedy. It was a sh- on Showtime. It was called Full Frontal Comedy. And the guy that produced it said, every comic, no matter how clean you are, has written a joke that you go, oh, man, I can't say this in public. That was, mm-hmm. the, that was the point of that show, Full Frontal. They wanted you to yeah. come on and just tell something that you would like, I, okay, I'm going to do this. Right. And, that, right. and, and that's Which what I love that stuff. Yeah. And that's what I wish that show was still around. Yeah. And that's what Twitter to me was when it first kicked off. And that's why everybody's getting in trouble for like, he said this 10, 12 years ago. All yeah, the cancel culture. What's your take on the cancel culture? I hate it. I absolutely hate it. I think because there's some people that are getting away with it because they're just, they're, they're just, um, I don't know. Um, like Rogan, for instance, he can do and say whatever he wants and, uh, and no one really gives a shit. But then, you know, your average person can get up and say the same thing. And all of a sudden he's a racist asshole. Right. So, um, and I'll have your company really fire know. you. I, to me, it's just, it's just confusing. And, um, and I guess that's all I really have to say about it. I, I just, it's confusing to me and I, I don't like confusing. Well, can you imagine somebody, oh, did you disappear? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? We're back. Am I back? If we dropped, I'll have to. I'll reconnect real quick. You got me. All right, I'll call you right back. Damn, Skype dropped again. We had to out to reconnect, but like you said, we made it forty something minutes without it. Forty minutes, man. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. A, that's a that's a technology that's record in this day and age, isn't it? It really is. Yeah, especially with the internet here in Maine. Do y'all have so. do y'all have crappy internet? No, no, no. It was a joke. Everybody thinks that um, because we're in Maine, everybody thinks that uh, we we have the the worst of everything. Like there was a I used to travel a lot playing music and oh, I, I'm losing you again. What? Look at that. What? Stay with me. Stay with me. Clear. Clear. Stay with me. Are you back? People listening to this are like, he got dropped. Are you there? bitching about podcast one and they're they're not happy right now yeah so tell they, me again they, about how good the internet is in maine tell me right <laughs> right 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 
Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I feel like uh, I feel like everybody thinks everything is garbage up here in Maine because we're out in the sticks, we're out in the woods, but um, we're supposed to have good internet. I mean, it's, I live in a pretty populated area, so where are you in conjunction? Or the uh, I, I would the only place I've been is Bar Harbor, Maine. Oh, okay. That I was just there about a month ago. Um, Bar Harbor is about three hours northeast of here. Okay. I went I went there working a cruise ship. I'd never been, and I'd never had a lobster roll before. And apparently Bar Harbor is supposed to be the lobster roll capital, apparently from every store in, in that area. You know, the, we have the best yeah, yeah. in Maine. We have the best in Maine. Oh, yeah. Everything is the best in Maine. Of course it is. Yeah. yeah. So I had never had one before. I had – I ate one. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought, you know, I'm going to do a little test I am going to go around to different places and have uh, lobster rolls. So I made myself sick, honestly. <laughs> I had about five lobster rolls with different – one on the street corner. This one was a little tugboat that was selling lobster yeah. rolls and all this kind of like, okay, that was good. Oh, that was really good. Oh, that was okay. Uh, this one has yeah. too much mayonnaise. Oh, I don't feel good. That's, like, that's basically how it went. Yeah. <laughs> Right, right, and then and you also spent two hundred dollars on five lobster rolls, too. right? Because so. they were like fifteen, twenty they're, bucks they're a piece. Expensive. Why yeah, is that? Yeah, when lobsters yeah, apparently just crawl up and ask you to be, will you eat me in Maine? Because y'all have lobsters right. that are just I, like you flush your toilet and one comes think, up. Yeah, exactly. Especially around here, I think it's just the tourism industry here capitalizing on people being ignorant and and not being from around here and knowing how cheap lobster is, you know, well, here if I we am. can charge 25 bucks. Right. 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 And you ate five. In one day. There you go. Steve. <laughs> uh, so, so, uh, no, um, hey, by the way, thank you for that, uh, for the, the tourism money that, um, you know, yeah. just, uh, it paid for our taxes in the state that year. So, um, no, I, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I can I can get lobster real cheap just down the street from here. So I, I if if you're local, you know where to go and not spend you know twenty or thirty dollars. There's this one place in Wiscasset called Red Eats or Reds Eats or something like that, and you have to you have to wait in line, literally for two hours to get a, a lobster roll. And people line up down a bridge that goes all the way like a quarter of a mile from the restaurant. People are lined up just to get a lobster roll. And it's not it's not that great. I mean, you can go to the you know you can go to any place in Maine and get a lobster roll just as good for way cheaper and way less of a wait. So yeah. I don't. Well, I I'm, I found one place here in Denver that that does lobster roll. At a, it's a kind of a fancy restaurant, and yeah. uh, it's they're smaller. They're they're smaller than the ones back in Maine, but it's mm-hmm. it's it's pretty good. It 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 compares you know favorably with yeah. the ones up there. But when you yeah. think about it. Basically, it's some lobster, mayonnaise, celery, and I don't know what all's in it, but that's what it's hard to remember. That's about it. And it's yeah, not a it's it. not a lot of lobster. It's like why right. are you charging your you're like it's like six shrimp on a salad. You know, it's that kind of right. you know. Right, right. No, it's yeah, it's a lot of money, man. I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't spend that kind of money. If I'm getting a lobster roll, I'm I know where to go and I know where to not spend thirty bucks for a lobster roll. So now is uh, a, is a lobster. Is a huh? lobster roll there 
do y'all frown on it because every it's everywhere? Like, I don't get it. But, you know, you people come up here and want lobster rolls. They're not even that good. We don't eat them here. You know, that kind of deal. No, no. Mainers are just as crazy about lobster as anybody else that's coming up here. Like, I feel like it's it's one of the if it's one of the most popular things to eat up here as far as like, uh, you know, especially in the summertime, if you're on the coast somewhere, like everybody has lobster. And if you're going to a restaurant, you're probably getting lobster like a like a like a coastal restaurant. You're probably getting lobster like you wouldn't get. You wouldn't get chicken at a at a <laughs> seafood place. You like you, you? They'd probably throw you out for that. Well, it's a, so, like uh, that in the South. They have Kentucky Fried Chicken because you know in the South you got to have your chicken. Is right. there is there is there a place in Maine that's like the Colonel that everybody you got? If you want lobster, you got to go to you know. Uh, no, no, there's no there's no Colonel Sanders and lobster. <laughs> No, no, there's nobody like that here. No, mm, that's some finger licking good lobster right there. <laughs> yeah, no, no, there's no no place, no uh, no mecca of lobster. Don't as you far think? As I know. Don't you think that could be the the business for you right there? Sure. You, you could sure. actually, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, Tom's Lobster Sticks or whatever. You know, just uh. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, well, we had a we had an idea while we were in high school that we wanted to. Uh, I I came up with this idea. It was I wanted to open a crab restaurant on the coast called Itchy's Crab Shack. And uh, <laughs> Itchy's Crab Shack. Yeah, I came up with that in high school. Obviously, my mind was, uh, you know, that's that was my humor in high school. So I thought it was hilarious. I kind of still do as a thirty-two-year-old. So well, I, I still um, do. I'll agree with you because that's right up there with like dicks. You know, like those restaurant dicks <laughs> where they you know go in insult you while you eat and you know. Yeah. I've never been to one of those. I'd love to try one, though. Yeah. I bet the food is terrible. It's just the experience. (laughs) (laughs) I bet Itchy's Crab Shack might be like that, too. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you might get something. I went to Itchy's and I got the crabs. You know, that kind (laughs) of. Yeah, that's a good T-shirt. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, well, before we go, I want to ask you about, since it is Christmas time, and basically I'm going to have this as a, uh, a Christmas show. Uh, this will be, since okay. we're so close, we've talked about the specials and your tree back there. What special yep. memory do you have about Christmas? Was there a toy that you were dying for? Was there your Red Ryder BB gun? You know, was there something uh, you I'm, wanted or was dying for? Um, You know... Unfor- and this is going to – I hate to be a bummer on this show. I We grew up with not a lot of money. So typically the things that I asked for, I never saw. So oh. <laughs> that's typically that's – typically, typically Well, this is now going to yeah. turn into the, the, the right. Tomathon. Yeah. Help raise money way for to, Tom uh, – <laughs> Yeah, way way to uh, bring up those memories, Steve. No, I uh, – Your I mean, stocking was actually to- a sock. Just a sock. Uh, I, to, I got an apple one year. That was good. Uh, no, um I mean, we, we used to get gifts. It's just that usually like the, the gifts that were like the hot gifts of the year were the ones that were a lot of money. Uh-huh. And we, I, we never saw those. I guess my memory of Christmas now is now that I, I am in a good financial spot. Um, my memory now is buying gifts for like my, my family members and my, my brother's kids. And, uh, you know, um, my, my family does not have a lot of money. So it's good to kind of, um, you know, be there for them and, and give them what they want. I guess that, more than anything, it makes me more in the Christmas spirit than, than any sort of memory I ever had as a kid, um, in, in Chris, during Christmas. So you do have the Christmas spirit. Do you don't, you don't hate the tree in the season as bad as you say? Yeah, I guess, I guess you, uh, I guess you're right. No, I still hate, I hate the fucking song though, man. That's, that's what I I want for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) You got to play that as the outro music now. (laughs) 
<laughs> if you have license for it. Yeah. Well, well, what toy did you want that you didn't get? Let, let's oh, go down man. that hurtful memory lane. What was when, the one that you're I, like, I really want this? Are you trying to make me cry? Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, well, if I had a therapist, what I would tell her is uh, is the Power Rangers. That remember? Do you remember the Power Rangers? Oh yeah. So when I was a kid, uh, the Power Rangers were were huge. They had just come out when I was in like the like kindergarten, four or five years old, probably. Go go Power so, Rangers! Yeah, so they were they were the hottest thing. So so I uh, I remember wanting Power Rangers action figures worse than anything. Multiple like birthday, Christmas, you name it. And um, I think I actually at school I actually I think I actually stole one from the <gasps> class that like in his backpack or something because I wanted it that badly. Uh, and then I remember having to give it back. I can't remember why. I can't remember if the teacher found out or somebody told the kid or uh, or something. But anyways, that's how badly I wanted a Power Rangers action figure. Yeah. I, I, used to, I, I got the knockoff action figures. I got like, you the know, Dollar the, Tree the ones? karate friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got, I got that one. Yeah, um, yeah. They weren't. I've joked real. about that before. With the all the Dollar Tree toys are always the semi knockoffs of you know like the Teenage Mutant Ninja uh, Lizards. You know, it's yeah, right, right. <laughs> they're not quite there. It's like you know Nora the Explorer. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and as an adult, you're thinking, no kids, they're not going to know the difference. The packaging almost looks the same. And as soon as you hand it to your kid, they're like, this is crap. This is. Well, I re- <laughs> yeah, I knew the difference. Trust me, I knew the difference when I used to unwrap the knockoffs. I mean, I'm not a, not unappreciative of it now, but back then I didn't know. I was just like, what the fuck, mom? Like, who the, who the hell is G.I. George? Like, <laughs> You know? With his kung like, fu feet, <laughs> right, right, right. So, um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm, I actually, as a matter of fact, that you can't see it; it's off camera. But I, I'm looking at my table, and there's all of the stuff that we bought for my uh, nieces over there, and there's like Barbies and all kinds of expensive shit. So, yeah, um, they're going to be happy this Christmas. They're going to be very happy. So that's what makes me happy. Well, who was your that's favorite what, Power Ranger? The red one. Ah, uh-huh. did the red one? Yeah. Now I still remember their names. What was it? What was I'm their names? Gonna, go there. Go there. J- Jason was the red one. Billy was the blue one. Zach was the black one. Who was also a black guy was the Black Ranger. Now, the, the, you want to talk about cancel culture? Figure that one out. Next was the Yellow Ranger, who was an Asian, Asian guy. Named, yeah, and then the the pink one was uh, Kim. Kim. Uh, that was the was the first lineup the only lineup that mattered they they came out with other fucking lineups years later they, they well, what was the never be- what, what was the woman that was the witchy kind of thing that had the putties or whatever oh, i don't remember remember that. her she was I, like <laughs> the scepter yes. and she'd always like show up and, yeah 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 i just i don't remember i just i remember their names i don't remember any of the villains or anything like that apparently brian cranston was on that show really what, uh, that's what i hear so um I don't remember it that well. Yeah, but my, I do remember their names and the colors yeah. that they were. So I saw Kimberly, the the actress. I don't know, remember her name, but I saw her in L.A. at the airport, LAX, and that was the first thing that I went. That's the Pink Ranger. He's <laughs> like, hey, your brain, your brain. I was like, I don't know who. Right. I just went. That's the Pink Ranger. <laughs> Go up and start doing karate moves. Too. Yeah, like, I bet you never get any of this, do you? You never have anybody <laughs> come up. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I remember I, I used to do a bit back oh years ago when Rangers were were out 
And uh, my son was a big Power Rangers guy too, and he would stand in front of the TV and and karate kick like he would do the like he, the fighting with them while they were doing it on TV. Oh yeah, me too, man. It, I wanted to be a black belt so badly. Oh yeah, and I go, yeah. I go, which ranger are you? And he goes, I'm the Pink Ranger, Daddy. And I go, <laughs> what the. I go, right. I go, here's a football. Get your ass outside. There's not going to be any pink rangers in daddy's home. Can can you talk about – that would get me in some – well, this is probably going to get me in trouble right now for repeating it. But that was, you know, 10, 15 years ago, and yeah. that <laughs> – <laughs> you know, and I did that on an album. That would have got if, if anybody did that now, that would be ca- like total cancel culture. I can't believe you'd be you know talk about that. Your child should be free to be whatever they want to be. Where right, the, the right. old days, dads tried to raise sons to be sons, and which is the whole point of this podcast was remasculate. That's how this thing got started. Was we both had kids? You know, we were like, look, we need to let boys have BB guns again and give them bows and arrows and let them go. You know, shoot stuff yeah. and touch a dead frog. Yeah, yeah, that's the shit I grew up doing. So. Yeah, yeah, and and none of us ever felt like we were wronged in any way. You know, right, right, right. Yeah, because we didn't have a lot of money. My brother and I spent a lot of time outdoors too. So yeah, we 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 were the kids getting dirty when everybody else was inside playing Nintendo and shit. Right. Like well, that. that's what. But you're supposed yeah. to. I that's the way we grew up was like going outside and you found a dead frog that'd been run over and stiff in the sun. It mm-hmm. it was now a ninja star. Because the four yeah. legs were, you know, just sticking out like <laughs> it's a ninja star. That's right. the kind you're of stuff we, we did, or you found a <laughs> stick and you sharpened it and you made a, a spear and you threw it at cans, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. You had to be creative. You had to come up with your own fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well that, that's the same thing. Well, imagination is lacking in a lot of kids today. Uh, I, I remember in Halloween, people would say, "What are you going to be for Halloween?" You're like, "I don't know. I haven't thought about it yet." Because we we mm-hmm. would come up with creativity. You you made your costume. I bet you made a costume or two, right? Yeah, we used to make, make costumes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we didn't have a parent to be like, "I'm taking you down and buying you a two hundred dollar Ice Princess Disney cons- costume." Right. That you're going to wear once. Once, yeah. Because we used to be like, yeah. what, are you, what are you going to be? I don't know. I want to be Spock, so I'm going to make some clay ears, you know? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> that didn't look anything like Spock. like it. <laughs> yeah. And you would draw spiky yeah. eyebrows that didn't work because you didn't shave off your other eyebrows, you know? just Right, 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 right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You you knew you, nobody knew what you actually were, but you you knew what you were. So that, that's all that matters. Yeah, I'm Spock. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, man, I, I'm glad you decided to do the podcast. I, mean, I hope this gives you the podcast bug again. I hope maybe you'll reach out to Graham and go. How about one more? Just one more. All right. Yeah. You know, I, 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 it's something I've been thinking about for a while. Um, and it does, this, this is good. I, I appreciate you being on my, sh- on, uh, me, on your show. On, I'm sorry. I would I do that. I would do that. I know you would. I, I know you would. I appreciate you inviting me on, uh, onto yours. Cause, uh, cause I do miss this. So, uh, it's, it, this is actually, it, it, it's, um, you know, it feels uh, it feels good to be talking yeah. to someone on on the computer again. So that's good. What would you would you ever be interested in doing more podcasts together? Sure, sure. Yeah, the the one thing is with with me is time is it really is a problem. Um, but um, 
as long as, like you said, I mean, if I'm sitting on the toilet. <laughs> I got my phone. As yeah, long as you don't flush, no one's going to know. Right. Exactly, exactly. So we can figure it out. Is yeah. it something you want to do? Then uh, let me know. Yeah, that might be fun. Maybe once a month or something, kind of get together, throw some things around, and make yeah. Graham jealous. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. If, if only that. <laughs> Uh, well, this is the part of the show where I normally I would tell people, hey, tell everybody how to find you, but apparently you don't give a shit anymore. You just don't uh, care. You don't have a podcast. You don't have a website. You don't have... I like my privacy. <laughs> I do. I um, I post every once in a while on Twitter. You can go to at Tom Davin says on Twitter. Um, I, I post very rarely there. I have, however, uh, been using Instagram a whole lot more because I'm kind of since COVID happened, I've been kind of getting into photography. I bought like a, like a pretty nice camera and a nice. few lenses and gives me an excuse to like, kind of go out into the woods and, 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 uh, down to the coast and take some pictures. So if anybody wants to follow me on Instagram, I'm on Instagram as well. It's just at Tom Davin. I don't have a creative handle or anything like that. It's just my name because I, uh, again, don't give a shit about, uh, <laughs> about well, doing any of that. But you can still post, uh, uh, recommend your podcast, because how many years of back podcast? They're still up, most of them, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Tell um, people to go yeah, back and listen. Yeah, you can You can go to saywhatpodcast.com. I think it's still up. I think I paid for like a five-year domain. If it's not, you can search for it on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. It's just the Say What Podcast. We should have a back catalog that goes back quite a few years. So, yeah, anybody that wants to listen, go check it out. Cool. Well, man, sure. I appreciate it. Tom, thanks for doing the show. Thanks for coming on and uh, uh, letting me hurt you, bring your feelings to the surface again, and make you <laughs> <laughs> make you, you feel something this holiday season. Yeah, I felt something all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Take care. Thanks for doing it, and we'll, uh, we'll chat you, soon. All right. All right. Thank See you. ya. Thanks. Well, guys, that's the show. I hope you enjoyed it. I had so much fun talking to uh, Tom, getting getting him the uh, bug to want to do a podcast again. A podcast again. Um, go check out his podcast, the Say What podcast. Like you said, there's a lot of back episodes, a lot of fun shows. And just because something isn't right now doesn't mean it's not re- uh, relevant. You could listen to a show of his or mine from four or five years ago, and funny is still funny. So check it out. So, guys, thanks for listening. Until next time, uh, God bless America. Go listen to some Oak Ridge Boys. I bid you adieu. And trucks and stooges three men and boys.
eyes and that doesn't sound right He thinks about boobs and bacon and power tools Come with me, let your mask you leave Oh, won't you come with me and remind